I'm Julia, and you're listening to the Spirit Nomad Podcast, the show that helps spiritual seekers step into their purpose and freedom. You can find the video version of this podcast and many more on the Spirit Nomad YouTube channel. Now, let's get into the episode. Are you struggling with self-love, loving every part of you? Are you struggling with feeling enough just as you are? This can be very tricky in today's society when we're expected to be a certain way, look a certain way. So today I will share five easy ways to practice self-love, to learn to love yourself because you are beautiful, you are special. This episode was requested by a follower on my Instagram. You can follow me on the Spirit Nomad there and comment if you have any future episode topics. So the first way to practice self-love is healing your body insecurities. This is the first step because I feel like this is something that we all struggle with. There's always something on our body that we wish were a bit different. For me, for example, I've been dealing with bloating ever since I went on antibiotics as a teenager. I also have several other body insecurities that I've dealt with ever since I was a teenager. I feel like when we're a kid, we don't care about this. We know that we're beautiful. But then what I learned in uh, woman wellness, uh, Usha, she has this beautiful women's circle. Uh, one thing I learned is that uh, when we're young, we get an imprint that then changes uh, what, what, how we view ourselves. For example, for me, it was uh, one of the like bullies in my school said that I had wrinkles, which, you know, first of all, I didn't. <laughs> she was just being a bully. But that made me really self-conscious and I started to look myself in the mirror, oh my gosh. And I got my first night cream when I was like 15 years old because of that. So think about if there was some comment by maybe a parent, uh, friend, um, or something from society that led you to think, oh my gosh, I need to change this about me. Another very powerful thing you can do that I learned from my coach is to put one hand on the body part that you're insecure about. In my case, I'll put it on my belly right now, and the other hand on your heart. And then just like feel how grateful you are for this body part and say out loud what you love about this body part and love it unconditionally. So in my case, I could say, Belly, I love you when you have a six pack, but I also love you when you are bloated. I love you when you're older and you're gonna look like a raisin. I love you when you were younger. I love you when you're constipated. I love you when I have a baby growing in here. And just give this unconditional love to this body part. Because if you've had this insecurity for a long time, then chances are you have kept telling this body part all these negative things. So it can be very healing to do an exercise like this. Another mind shift when it comes to body insecurities is uh, seeing it as a characteristic. For example, I've always been very insecure about my nose because it's not like straight. It goes, it has like a bump. Um, and growing up, I was always like, okay, I will definitely have a nose surgery when I'm older. But now that I'm older, I'm kind of feeling more grateful for my nose and I'm seeing it as a unique feature of mine. And what this reminds me of is if you've ever seen the movie Dirty Dancing, that beautiful woman it's about, um, she later did a nose surgery, so she looked completely different. And after that, she, I mean, she's basically unknown. She hasn't done many movies um, after that. So it was a unique characteristics 
that people loved about her, but she felt like, because my nose is not straight, you know, I need to fix it. So if you have a body part that you are insecure about, then think about it as a unique characteristic, because it would be boring if we all look the same. The second way to practice self-love is to do one thing every day that you love. So make a list of everything that really lights you up, that sets your soul on fire, and make time for that every single day. And I know many of you lead very busy lives and you don't have much free time. So let's say if you are a busy mom of three little kids running around, you don't have much time, and you, your thing that you love is reading, reading books. What you could do is either wake up earlier and read, or just read one page per day, just one. In today's society, we are taught to self-sacrifice, that that is a good thing. And I think especially as women are very guilty of self-sacrificing. But just like in airplanes, how you put on the gas mask on you before you put on it on your kid, you have to do this with yourself in, in daily life as well. So do something every day that you love. Way number three to practice self-love is by physical exercise. And yes, science actually shows that exercising helps improve self-esteem. And if you want to take it even further with self-love, then pick an exercise that you love. For example, one exercise that I've been loving recently is ballet, I think it's called, which is a, like a mix between ballet, pilates and yoga, and I'm just loving it. Let me know in the comments what type of exercise you love to do. The fourth way to practice self-love is through meditation. And the reason why this helps you love yourself more is because it makes you get out of your mind and ego and more into your soul. And your soul loves everything about you unconditionally. It's your ego that always finds fault, always needs to improve because they're scared to get kicked out of the tribe, right? To be an outcast because that could have killed you back in the, in when you were in tribes, right? I always talk on this channel about how important it is to meditate daily and here you have yet another reason. The fifth way to practice self-love is to own your story, own your past. So we've all done things in the past that we regret and many of us are still carrying shame around that. Shame is one of the lowest emotions you can ever experience. So this is not good and something that you need to release. So how do you own your story and release the shame of your past? My coach told me a very good um, analogy. And that is like, imagine a baby and it's playing in the kitchen, having so much fun. And then a, a bowl hits the floor and breaks. And now it's feeling shame. So it was super happy, enjoying itself. But now something happened that made that happiness disappear and now it felt shame. So whatever you did back then, you were enjoying yourself then, you had maybe different values, you were trying different things, but then afterwards you look back, now that you have grown and changed and you feel like, oh my gosh, why did I do that? So remember that based on who you were then, your experiences so far in life, your personality, that led to that and now you've grown, you're different, so there was nothing wrong with what you did. You can, you can always grow and you can always learn. Nobody lives a perfect life throughout without making any mistakes or anything that they regret. Let's continue the discussion in my Telegram group, the Spirit Nomad Podcast Tribe, link in the description. 
If you'd like to support the podcast, leave a review and share it with a friend. Thanks for listening and have a beautiful day.